Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi. I'm on the road driving from Moody Air Force Base to Jacksonville, Florida, getting ready to spend the night with uh, with my cousin and her family. Really excited about it. But I have to say I'm super excited for the past few days that I've spent in Moody Air Force Base. So I had an opportunity to come out and observe a course called Warrior's Edge. And Warrior's Edge is the brainchild of Dr. Janelle McCauley, whom I've mentioned on my podcast numerous times, and a company called Compete to Create, co-founded by the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, and sports psychologist, Dr. Michael Gervais. They have, uh, have teamed up and developed this content, this mindfulness training for elite operators, world-class athletes, first responders, uh, people who need to respond when the stakes are their highest. And this is a curriculum of mindfulness and how to get the most out of yourself, and that being the human weapon system. So getting to go there and just sit through and experience and, and, and watch this training, get the training, and, and starting to apply this training is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, not only that, but getting to spend time with my friend, Dr. McCauley, has been huge. And I was finally able to get here on my podcast. And so I'm editing the video right now. Hopefully I'll have an opportunity to put it up tonight and uh, get that loaded to YouTube, but really excited to get finally get my podcast with her, but then also excited to meet her teammate, Courtney Thompson. And Courtney is a two-time Olympian, played for the US National Volleyball team for 10 years. She's won gold medals, silver medals, bronze medals, uh, and, and her ability to speak to mindfulness and how it helped her in, in the world arena. You know, getting to compete for your country on the world stage has to be a level of stress that I can't even possibly imagine, especially for someone who's committed to their sport and committed to craft. So it was great having conversations with those two. So really excited. That podcast will be out here shortly. But what I wanted to say was this ended up being another week of seeing some of my old friends, some of my old teammates, meeting new ones, and just having good conversations again about expectations. And as I travel and as I drive to and from these different work locations, I listen to audiobooks. Again, with uh, kind of the hectic pace of my life, it's very difficult for me to sit around and read a book. Uh, number one, I'm not prone to reading to begin with. And number two, I just don't have a whole lot of time with my wife and I both working full time and having a 14 year old and having a five year old. And then you'll know, still trying to get two hours a, you know, a, a day in for ourselves to make sure that we're getting our oxygen to be the best people that we can possibly be, it just, it leads to a very, very hectic day. And so what I do is I listen to audiobooks when I'm out doing my workouts or going for my walks in the morning where I do a lot of my podcasts as well. That is the time for me, but that also means that I go to bed when my five-year-old does about 8.30 at night. And, uh, and, and you know, quite honestly, I, I don't mind it. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I'm happy to be doing what I'm doing and it, it really makes sense. But but the book that I'm listening to right now is called The Trust Edge by David uh, Horsager. And he has great points. And in chapter four, uh, he, he's talking a lot about communication. He talks about expectations. And I was so excited to hear about expectations that he's, he's talking and he said, I was talking with one of my coworkers and, or like one of his subordinates, one of the people that worked for him. And he says, you know, once we were clear on our priorities and expectations, things became a lot better. And, uh, you know, there was a lot more work, uh, better culture, better morale, all that stuff. But then again, very, very kind of sad on one hand to think that like, like why is nobody explaining expectations? 
like no, no, nobody is defining it. And everyone says, "Hey, you need to you need to lead clear expectations." And I and I, I'm absolutely on board with that. You you absolutely need to do that. But then I keep waiting for someone to help me define what an expectation is and what makes a clear expectation. And so I, I, again, just kind of going back to it is that expectations drive everything. Everything that we do in this life has an expectation to it. And it's how we think something is going to go to, to some varying degree becomes our understanding of expectation. Now, whether we can understand expectations, whether we can kind of get use expectations as lessons learned, or maybe we can use expectations um, as a, a way of, of communicating and communicating things well, uh, you know, that ends up being, being difficult too. And so trying to figure this out, like just, just what is an expectation? How do we pass them? And how do we pass clear ones? And how do we make sure that people understand the words that we are using? That, that has been my goal. That has been my journey for the past seven and a half, going on eight years now. It's just getting people to understand what's at play, getting people to understand that expectations are everywhere. And then again, people understand expectations in this very broad brush, generic type of understanding, again, of thinking that something is going to happen. But there's a lot more to it. And again, with so many words in the English language, we need to speak using the right words. And then even if we're using the right words, we need to understand for all of our teammates what these words are because they may value them uh, to, to different levels. If I were to ask someone which one is a more impactful word, awesome or terrific, you know, people may view those differently. And they're both two good ways to describe a good event, a good thing but we understand them differently. We value them differently. So building the shared and common vernacular is going to be absolutely huge. And as I've said time and time again on this podcast is just expectations are the root of our emotions. And every emotion is based off of an expectation. And that has proven itself time and time again, day in and day out as I've been studying this because if you are happy about something, it exceeded your expectation. If you're thrilled about something, it really exceeded your expectation or you had no expectation of it to begin with. The same thing applies if you're frustrated or furious. It didn't meet your expectation to either a small level or a great level. And that's how it starts. So me as a leader, as a friend, as a family member, when I realized that I that, that my words, quite honestly, could affect the mental well-being of those around me, being a teammates, friends, family, what have you, I started to realize I need to communicate better. But it's not that I just need to communicate better. It's that I need to communicate expectations better. Because just saying that I need to get better in communication is kind of like me saying, you know, someone asks, hey, how come the Cleveland Browns lost on Sunday? Well, because the other team scored more points than we did. Like it's, it's, it seems that snarky to me. Like it's, it's, it's the, 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 the easy answer. Like Tim, how come you're, you're five, five minutes late? Cause I got started, cause I got started five minutes late. You know, like there's, there's very easy ways, you know, to, to give an answer that doesn't answer anything at all. And so when we say that, that we need to get be- get better at communication, that's, that's how I hear it. 
and I'm not trying to offend anybody. And if you say that, hey, you know, communication is king and we need to make sure that we're good and solid with our communication, I agree with you 100%. But I think you're missing the boat. And if you're not missing the boat, I think that you are, are taking the wrong boat and that it may get you to that destination, but it may take you weeks longer and it may be much more dangerous and much more treacherous. So let's take the right boat. Let's get away from saying that we need to improve our communication and let's say that we need to improve our expectations and our communication of expectations and our understanding of expectations and our sharing of expectations. And we do this through everything that I talk about with CAPE, with caring, alignment, perspective, and expectations. Because everything that you do, you can CAPE it. You can figure it out. As I'm going to, uh, to Jacksonville, Florida to meet up with my uh, cousin Karen tonight and her husband Jerry and their, their son Cole, hopefully he can make the, uh, the short trip down. But when I, when, when I think about these things, if we're gonna go to dinner tonight, we can CAPE that. As simple as that task is, we can absolutely cape it. Because I'm gonna figure out what do I care about? And then I'm gonna figure out how well we're aligned to achieve what I care about. Then I'm gonna seek outside perspective. And then lastly, I'm gonna finish this up with an expectation. And it's that simple, and I, I, I don't wanna go in and, and, and regurgitate all the different steps that I go through for, for each one of those, but it's literally that simple. And if we have that framework to communicate in this fashion, I think our lives will be better for it. Our relationships will be richer or at a bare minimum, our stress will be lowered because so many people I just, you know, I, I talk to and all they want is to go through a day without getting pissed off at everyone and everything. They want no drama. They want no stress. They just want to go about their job. They want to tackle the hard tasks that, that, that may be stress, but that's good productive stress. That's you stress, not distress, right? So, so limiting distress by, by just figuring out that we can eliminate the bullshit and enrich people's lives by developing a framework for communication that simplifies, streamlines, and positively affects everything we do everything that we do and no matter how big or small the tax the event the thing just cape it if somebody bothers you cape it figure out for yourself like what do you care about why did this person bother you so much what do you care about and then figure out for yourself to help shape a conversation how well they were aligned to not piss you off and then figure out for yourself you know, did they possibly seek outside perspective before they pissed you off? And then lastly, what do you think their expectation was in doing whatever they did that pissed you off? And you know what you can do with that information? Now you can have a conversation. Now I will caution you, that conversation comes with a whole lot of assumptions for what you think they were trying to do. So the first step that you need to do is give them benefit of the doubt benefit of the doubt or as, as my client uh, all of artificial intelligence says thought you know what assume noble intent and I get that the road to hell is paved with good intentions but as, as I've said before I was taught that you know we judge ourselves by our intent and we judge other people by our actions and are we smart enough can we evolve our thinking do we have the high enough emotional quotient to apply that thought process to other people where maybe we can give some consideration to what their intent was 
Maybe their actions were dreadful, right? And may, like maybe their thought process you think is just the dumbest shit you have ever heard because I, I, I've been there. But at least have a conversation about their intent. Have a conversation with them, but still give them benefit of the doubt. Hey, you pissed me off doing this. And as I thought about it, here's what I came up with. You did A, B, and C that really, really pissed me off. I gave you benefit of the doubt because for, for this reason you did A, for this reason you did C, and for this, or B, and then for this reason you did C. So here's why I think you did A, B, and C. And here's where I think you failed. Here's where I think the perspective that you either didn't seek uh, was bad or that the perspective you got was somebody who didn't have the right perspective in order to help you find success. And the end state is like, I just, I want to metaphorically punch you in the face, right? That's, this is, this is how much this has bothered me. But you can have some of these conversations. But when you think about CAPE and when you think about the expectations, you are better prepared to have a good conversation. And again, it's not necessarily about whether that other person was right or whether you were right. It's about whether you as human beings, as adults, can get the conversation right. And when you can focus on getting the conversation right, you eliminate the ego. Because I don't have to say like, I'm, it's not that I'm a moron that I got the conversation wrong. I just got the conversation wrong. And there, I do this all the time. When talking to, to Janelle McCauley, I sent her a shitty text a couple days ago. And then when I saw her, I'm like, hey, by the way, I apologize for that shitty text. She, and she had no idea what, what I was talking about. I was like, yeah, I, I was going back through text to try and find the address that you'd sent me for, for whatever. I was like, and I saw this text. I'm like, well, that was just absolutely horrible of me. I'm like, and I absolutely teach this stuff. Like, this is, this is what I dedicate my life to. And even I fall victim to this. But she allowed me to be human. It didn't bother her one way or the other. But I knew that as my friend, and more importantly, as my colleague, you know, I, she, she deserved an, uh, an, an apology. And it wasn't a big deal. We, we got a good chuckle out of it. But it goes back to expectations. And maybe she was just giving me benefit of the doubt. And maybe she knows that, you know, all email is read with hate. And maybe, maybe she just didn't ever think that I would text her in a negative tone. So it was, yeah, just, just very, very funny, very, very odd. But again, it all goes back to expectations. And so I had a lot of great conversations about expectations this week. And so I, I just really encourage you to, to reach out, have conversations. If you're bothered by somebody at work, cape it. Figure out what you care about. Figure, about. figure out the alignment for either you or them. Figure out perspectives, whether you need to ask somebody else on whether you should feel validated or vindicated, you know, or you need to think about if they got some other perspective. And then lastly, figure out what was the expectation for what happened? What is your expectation for them communicating with you? And was that clearly communicated prior to, because maybe they screwed up this communication, but the expectation wasn't clear to begin with. And again, you can, you can figure this all out because CAPE to me is three things. It's a leadership methodology. It's a way of capturing lessons learned, and it's a way to resolve interpersonal conflict. If we only have the presence of mind in which to do so. So I appreciate your time. Honestly, as, as you can tell, I'm super hyped up. These, uh, these kind of days and weeks where I get amazing training, great interaction, phenomenal conversation, a good, uh, good balance of, of conversation back and forth about how we can lead better, how we can develop people better, help them personally and professionally evolve to the amazing human being that they were born to be. It's, it's, it's just a, a whole lot of great fun and just truly blessed 
that I, I get to have this type of influence inside my life. So I appreciate your time tuning into the Cape Lead Revolution today. I hope you had or are having a great week. I'm getting ready for a great weekend before I get to go out and uh, do some other training next week and then uh, take some vacation time to see families of a, of a lost brother of mine uh, who, uh, who sadly fell in a non-combat related death back in, two in 2013. So, so to Brett Carnathan, I miss you and your family every day and looking forward to uh, hanging out with your brothers and cousins and, and parents and, and man, just, uh, just always restores my soul. So two good weeks ahead. Uh, really lo looking forward to it. I hope this, this finds you well. And man, if you just want to have a conversation, if you want to talk, just email me, chachi at capelead.com. Hit me up on Instagram at chachi pachesa, Twitter at Tim Pachesa. Leave a message for me on the Cape Lead Facebook page. And again, if you want to text me, either through text or, or WhatsApp, my number, 602-621-0821. Again, that number is 602 602- 6210821. I appreciate you tuning in today. I appreciate your, your listenership. Hope you're having a great week. And this is Chachi reminding you to always educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you later, everyone. See ya.